Welcome to the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm your host, Anita, a travel-obsessed writer who loves all things online business. I'm in a mission to help coaches, course creators, and service providers create and grow businesses that lead to more income, impact, and freedom. I believe using evergreen and automated strategies such as blog, SEO, and Pinterest marketing is how you can become visible 24-7 with ease. In fact, I bring seven-figure traffic to my website on autopilot and I'll show you how you can do the same. I'll teach you how to master marketing that leads to more free time, more traffic, more visibility, and ultimately more sales. Alrighty, let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Marketing That Leads podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing five of my best tips when it comes to outsourcing. So if you are looking to repurpose your podcast in different ways, this could be to a YouTube channel, it could be to a blog post, maybe you want to simply repurpose your podcast to some emails or social media captions, or It could be something like social media videos. I am doing it all when it comes to repurposing my podcast because the podcast is one of the best pieces of content that I am creating at the moment. And it can so easily be repurposed into many different formats on many different platforms. And so I've been successfully outsourcing a lot of my podcast repurposing and repurposing in other areas of my business as well to my team, to contractors. And so I want to talk a little bit about my best tips when it comes to outsourcing this to a team. Now, I do want to say, even if you have a VA, that is enough to repurpose your podcast successfully. You do not need an entire team built out. You don't need all the bells and whistles and all of the people to help you do this. I have two people on my team. So I have a tech VA and also a social media slash Pinterest manager as well. And so um, before that, I just had a VA and I successfully repurposed my podcast to many different formats. So this is why I feel really passionate about bringing this topic because I have been asked again and again, how can I repurpose my podcast? I know it's a super valuable piece of content, but I just don't know the right steps or the right process or how to do it easily, you know, like how to actually make it easier for yourself and be able to take a step back and just be fully in creation mode, but leave the rest to someone else to do for you. So let's get straight into this episode. All right. So the first tip that I have for you is make sure that you have a content repurposing system. So this is one of the best things and the first steps when it comes to thinking about how to not only repurpose your podcast, but how does this fit into your overall marketing ecosystem? Like what starts or what piece of content do you start with and how does that piece of content be distributed to many different formats and platforms? So the first thing that you need to do is have a plan in place or a repurposing system. So which piece of content do you start with first? If it is your podcast, then put that at the top of a Google Doc and simply put like step one, step two, step three, step four. So let's pretend that your podcast is step one. Okay, now what are you going to do from there? Where do you want to repurpose the podcast? 
So if you are also videoing the podcast, this means that you could, the next step might be to take clips of the podcast episode and repurpose that for Instagram. Maybe you also repurpose that to TikTok as well because those platforms can be very similar when it comes to Reels and TikTok. But what's the step three? How are you going to amplify that content even more? So maybe it is that you take the transcript of your podcast and you actually create a blog post out of it. So maybe that is your step three in your system. So what I would do is just outline all of the platforms that you currently market on. And you can also think about in the future as well, what platforms you potentially might want to add on. But for now, start with where you produce content, where you publish content and create a just step-by-step system from the first piece of content that you create and how that is going to be repurposed. And under each step, make sure that you have a plan in place as to how you're actually going to adjust it. So let's say that you do film your podcast as well. So if you are wanting to take clips for your Instagram reels, for example, what are the steps in order to do that? What are you going to have to think about? So one of the things, what are the steps in place and what do you need to think about? And this leads on to my second step, which is break it down even more. So once you have this sort of outline in your content repurposing system, I want you to break it down. I want you to think about what happens at every step of the process. So let's say that you have your podcast, you are taking clips, you're taking video clips because you also record your podcast on video as well at the same time. So maybe you take maybe four to five clips from that podcast episode and you are editing them into reels. Okay, so what's that process going to look like? So you're going to have to think about where you are going to have to have the clips in the first place so that someone else can access them. My current process is that I record my podcast episodes on my computer, but I also have my phone set up next to me which I also record the podcast on. And so what I do is I have, and I also record with Descript, by the way, on my computer. So what I do is I upload the podcast video from my phone to Google Drive, and then I put that in Descript. So we have two versions of the podcast episode. We have the audio version, which I am doing on my computer, and we also have a landscape recording going at the same time in case we want to use it like horizontal way as well. And then I also have a second version, which is taken from my phone. So what happens there is that the social media person, or this could be your VA as well, may go into Descript and maybe goes through your podcast episode and grabs the most powerful sections. And they could actually take lead from your podcast outline if you do one of those. For example, for this episode that I'm recording, I have a sort of podcast outline. I don't have it, you know, like word by word, but I just have the steps that I want to talk about today and just a couple of notes under them or a couple of words that just kind of prompt me to remember what I want to talk about in each step. And so maybe they could take that outline and that could guide them to the sort of clips that they'll take from your podcast episode 
and repurpose into social media videos, into Instagram reels. So that's what I mean by breaking down the process, okay? Now, what happens from there? We're going to dig even deeper. So the VA goes into Descript, they take maybe four clips from the podcast episode, and then they're going to edit each of the clips. What do you want the clips to look like? Do you want there to be captions? What do you want those captions to look like? Do you want GIFs popping up on the screen? Do What color do you want the captions to be? Like, There's lots of things to think about, but it is really important to have this all down on paper or it is in your project management system so that your team can access it any time. And this really helps you streamline your podcast repurposing. If every person on your team or just your VA knows the exact process and what to do, it's going to make their lives so much easier, but it's also going to take a lot of pressure off you because ideally you want them to take charge, right? You want them to make decisions and that will really help them be confident in creating this piece of content for you if you guide them into how you want things to be done. If they don't have that step-by-step process, then they're going to be coming to you asking, hey, what do you want this to look like? What do you want that to look like? Is this okay? Is that okay? You really need to empower your team and I will talk about this in another step but you need to empower them to make decisions for you. So having that sort of system and then a broken down version will really, really help you repurpose your podcast episodes. And step number three is to create SOPs. So SOPs stand for Standard Operating Procedures. So again, once you have broken down each step and what needs to happen, this is going to make your creation of SOPs so much easier. So there's a couple of different ways that we create SOPs in my business. So first of all, we always have a checklist with the SOP. So for example, we have broken down each piece of our content repurposing system, but we have SOPs on the little details, on the little things that need to happen in order for something to get done. For example, we have SOPs on how to accept people into Facebook groups how to welcome people inside of a course Facebook group. We have SOPs on how to edit a video for Instagram Reels or how to edit a video for TikTok. Having these SOPs will really help you out, okay? So you want to think about every detail and hopefully after step two, you have written those details down and I like to format it into a checklist. So my team has a checklist on what needs to happen But also to go along with that, we also actually record a video. Sometimes this is done by me if no one else knows how something is done or if I do want to outsource something that I have been doing and is just kind of in my brain and I need to get it out. Then I will record the SOP and my team will create a checklist for my video and that SOP will sit in Asana, which is our project management system. So sometimes my team create the videos. So for example, let's say that my social media manager girl, she will create a video on how to caption a Instagram story training, right? That's not something that I need to record because that is something that she does often. So she might record the SOP and then the VA will go out and fill out a checklist so that 
if anyone needs to access that SOP, if anyone new comes into the business, or let's pretend that the social media management gal is sick or, you know, not here for some reason and someone else needs to do her tasks, we have video trainings, we have checklists on how to do every single thing in the business and it just makes things so much easier. So again, think about every detail. Once a podcast is edited, how's that going to reach the person who's actually going to turn it into a blog post? Are they going to upload that podcast to Google Drive? What's the Google Drive link? What do they need to do after they download from Google Drive? How are they going to format that blog post? How do they find SEO keywords? What's the password and login for your keyword research platform? So you need to think about each of these steps and create a sort of checklist or and or a video training on how to do it. All right, so let's move on to step number four, which is to create expectations. So what do you want each piece of content to look like? Is there consistency with the colors, with the branding? What does that look like? Have you given your team access to you know, any branding boards or images that you have to make sure things are consistent? Are you letting everyone on your team know that, you know, this needs to look like that and that needs to look like this? You need to make sure that you create expectations on how you want things done. And also you need to create some time expectations as well. So have a look and maybe record how long it takes you to repurpose a podcast episode to a blog post, like roughly how long is that going to take? And not just that whole exercise, but what does each section look like? For example, maybe finding the SEO keywords takes you an hour to do. All right, so let's just make a note of that so that when we actually outsource that, we can roughly know how long something should take us. Now, of course, it's going to take someone longer to do it if they're just hopping into your business and getting to know how you like things done. But it is really important to just have a rough idea because otherwise you're kind of like, you know, taking a, a, what's that saying? Taking a stab in the dark. I think that, I think that's the right saying, but you're kind of taking a stab in the dark as to how long this task is going to take. And then, you know, you want to know and you want to create some expectations around that task. So this is something that I do with every team member who comes in. I create a 30-day expectation, 60-day expectations, and 90-day expectations. So in 30 days, I expect you to know, you know, about the business and how things work in our project management system. By day 60, I want, you know, all customer support outsourced, for example. I don't want to hear about like any emails and things like that unless it's really urgent. So when it comes to repurposing your podcast, create some expectations around that. So for example, maybe an expectation is that you expect your blog post that is coming from your podcast episode to have a main SEO keyword and at least 10 other keywords kind of dotted in there as well that your ideal client might be searching for on Google too. Um, Maybe it's that Within the blog post, you expect it to be broken up into different sections. And for there to be maybe three to five main sections within the blog post. Maybe it's that you expect every blog post to be at least 1,000 words. So that if someone is repurposing your podcast episode and maybe it's at like 800 words, 
you expect them to be able to go in and maybe fill out and create 200 more words to get to that ultimate word count. So creating those sort of expectations for your repurposing system and the tasks that are within that is really important as well and will streamline things. And this streamlines things because if you create those expectations up front, then, you know, of course there's going to be mistakes, but it actually helps people take action because they know exactly what to do and what to expect. The last tip that I have for you is to trust your team. So this has been one of the biggest things that I've had to really let go of and I've done a lot of mindset work around this. Basically, I'm a little bit of a control freak, okay? But I'm learning not to be. So one of the things that I have really had to do is, you know, after creating SOPs and expectations, your team will know what to do. If you create and like a checklist and you create the system for them, it's going to be pretty easy to follow, right? The last final step in this is to trust your team. Trust them. Get rid of needing to approve things. Get rid of double checking. Now, of course, you're going to have to make sure that, you know, they know how you like things done. And, you know, if something does go wrong or there is a mistake, they know how to fix that or what to do. But getting rid of these like double checks and approvals will really save you a lot of time and also just brain space. And this is one of the ways that you can really streamline your podcast repurposing plan. So if you create the right systems and you're really clear on the expectations, then you shouldn't need to double check everything. Now, of course, the first podcast, maybe to blog post, you might want to double check it and just give some feedback on it and how you like things done. But after that, Make sure that you do record everything as well or they are recording, you know, what you want fixed or what you want done differently because the next time they are going to be able to do it correctly and then you are all go from there and you do not need a hand in that process anymore. If you fully trust your team, you don't need to dip in and be like, oh, I just want to double check that before you're publishing or, you know, is this is this done correctly? Maybe I'm going to log into my website and go to my blog and just make sure that they're doing everything right. If you have the correct systems, SOPs, expectations, that shouldn't happen. So let's just do a little recap of the five tips that I have for you when it comes to streamlining your podcast repurposing. So number one was creating a content repurposing system. So what platforms do you post on? How do you want things adjusted to those platforms? Number two was to break it down even more. So creating those detailed SOPs, maybe it's a checklist, maybe it's a video tutorial, maybe it's both. Number four was to create expectations. So how do you want things to look like? What do you want when and where and how? Creating time expectations as well will really help you and your team to repurpose your content, not just your podcast, but every piece of content. And then number five is to trust your team. Get rid of approvals. Get rid of double checking. Create the right systems in place and so that you and your team are really clear on how things are done. And then you will be running to the horses. Is that another saying? I feel like I'm, I've got all the good sayings today, but I can't remember exactly how they go. 
Anyway, I hope you have enjoyed this podcast episode on how to streamline your podcast repurposing and I will speak to you in the next video. One last thing, I forgot to say if you are watching this, at the start of September, we are hosting a free podcast to blog bootcamp. In this podcast to blog bootcamp, I'm gonna teach you how to repurpose your podcast episodes so that you can gain more visibility 24 seven and gain more leads, clients and sales into your business. If you wanna drive traffic and visibility on autopilot in 2024 and beyond, then make sure that you come along, sign up. This is a free four day event. I will leave the link in the show notes. I look forward to seeing you there.